good afternoon, good night, good day. Wherever you are, this is Unleashed Unapologetically. And with me this evening, I have Jimmy Clear with us. And Jimmy, I am welcoming you to the platform. It's about health, wellness, and of course, it's about personal development. And that's building confidence. And that's what I really empower here in this platform and um it is a pleasure to have you but of course we want to introduce jimmy and um for those of you who are wondering okay what is he going to talk about well he's a motivational speaker he talks and he is also an autism advocate and there are many aspects of what we or you may want to learn that he'll be covering for us but it's not just that it's in the eye of wellness that he's coming in and you get to learn a lot about what he does and how he empowers others to build themselves in the eye of autistic so thank you for being here with us welcome thanks for having me absolutely absolutely so how did your journey of being an author, being an advocate for autism, being a podcaster, how did it all start? Well, it started, well, it started back in college when uh, I was finishing up one of my semesters in college. Feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, and I was finishing up my English class. Um, my writing was absolutely horrendous when I first started because uh, when I was in special education classes, they didn't teach me um, how to write a proper essay, nor did I really care to write a proper essay. But when you go to college, you have to write a proper essay and do this and do that and whatnot. And, and so my so like my very first essay and I like to joke about it because it, it, when, when I saw all the uh, mistakes that I made in writing and everything it looked like a treasure map and, <laughs> and if you ever seen that Lucky Charm commercial where that leprechaun is trying to um, uh, who has the Lucky Charms well if he was looking for the Lucky Charms on this uh, uh, on this treasure map he find the lucky charms <laughs> I the leprechaun um, and so uh, so at the end of the semester my uh, professor told me if you want to continue getting better writing and before I tell the rest of the story I just want to state my uh, at the end of the semester they the, my my writing got a lot better like I think let's say around like I'm just gonna say a three-page paper. I don't mm -hmm. know what it was, but uh, I made maybe six mistakes out of the whole paper. Mm -hmm. like, yep, it's gotten a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> like the first one, it's like error, 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 and so many errors around the whole thing. I'm like, good lord! <laughs> I had a picture of it. It was just terrible. Uh, and my professor took me under his his wing to help me, and, and like, and uh, we got 
I got used to just going to him after uh, school hours and going to his office hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he started getting into a routine with me and say, hey, Jimmy, we're meeting today after class, right? He's like, yep. And he just told me what time and where, and we just met. He helped me revision everything. And I was like, I miss that professor too because he was, he's great. And, and so the reason why I started is because he told me in order to get a, become a better writer you got to keep writing every single day mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. week and so i thought to myself well what would keep me come back every single week so i came up with the crazy the most crazy absurd idea ever and i call it crazy and absurd because i decided you know let's go make a website mm-hmm. and because I knew I wasn't going to write in a Word document. I wasn't going to write in a. Uh, I wasn't going to write in a notebook or a journal. I mean, I write in a journal, but 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 I just like write small little sentences. I, I didn't write anything massive that would actually have a huge impact and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to share my story. So the only thing that I made a mistake on. Was ever using WordPress because I'm mm. a developer, but it was a platform everybody talked about, and it's like, so I did that. Though the one thing I, that's the one thing I regretted because I worked 90 plus hours a week, and I did that for one straight year, mm. and I was like, if I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna bury myself in my own grave. Squarespace, <laughs> and, and I've been there since since uh, 2018, and I haven't moved since. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. Squarespace is stuck with me. <laughs> them, or that's a different thing for me. But uh, thank I, you for telling. <laughs> that's a wonderful story. I'm the most easiest person to work with. Uh, I do have my moments of I want answers and I want them now or, mm-hmm. and I'm trying I do I'm a little bit I, I'm better than I'm better now than I used when I was years ago but but still I can uh, even though I can be a pain in my butt to my own self mm. <laughs> aren't we all I think that's something we are all right to ourselves when it comes to when we want things, you know, here and there, right here, right now, kind of um, situation, and we find ourselves beating ourselves when we don't get it. <laughs> but I am, um, as I'm listening to you um, talking about, you know, the journey, and then for you to where you were with your writing, and then deciding that, you know, you were not gonna stop there. You are gonna continue and get the help and the support you know, from a professor, from a mentor, just to help you get there on the road for you to now do things on your own. Now, you also have a podcast, right? Yep. So what got you inspired to begin to start talking and, you know, and having the podcast and for you to be the advocate for those who need the support as well? Well, I started the podcast last year of April 12th uh, to 2021, 2020. She's almost 2020. Uh, so 
it's been up and running for a year and the reason I created the podcast was because when I started the website it started just writing a blog and then I I noticed that being on Squarespace is a lot different than being on WordPress and there's only and I finally found a tool where there's people could have a communicate back and forth with me on the comments on mm-hmm. Squarespace because I'm using a third party system but I, I didn't have I didn't know that option until like really two weeks ago mm. because and so it took me a few days to just went through all my posts and replace the comment system but the reason why I started the podcast was because uh, crazy fitness guy turned three years old uh, of last year and I had this idea when I when I first started the, uh, after the first year of starting the website I was like you know I want to do a podcast because I kept on hearing so many different podcasts and whatnot so I want to do a podcast mm-hmm. but my brain was nowhere near ready for starting a podcast mm-hmm. and then my very first or second podcast interview I saw uh, this person using uh, Anchor, which is a podcast platform, and no, it's not a promotion. I don't get paid jack squat for saying their name. Uh, I wish. Uh, and, and if I do, it's only on my own platform, and I get jack squat money. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they uh, basically, uh, when I saw that she was using Anchor, I was like, okay, now I can't say no to a podcast because the tool literally just handed me a platter mm-hmm. and so I can just say yeah I'm not gonna do it and so I set it up I've been up and running for a, a year and I have like a, I, I've been or I've been listened to over like seven plus different countries I've had uh, 1800 total plays and I in my opinion that's good because it's I've it's only a monthly podcast because that's the only time I have time for. And some people have said to me, well, why don't you just transition from everything from your blog post into just podcasting? And it's like, I could do that, but then I'd be, um, but since I had the website a lot longer than the podcast, I technically, that would be like against every single moral value that I have and mm-hmm. I just can't just throw it, the other stuff away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could, but then I'd be really lost my mind and I'm totally crazy mm. I'm kind of crazy <laughs> so you call your podcast and the website is the crazy fitness guy yeah crazy fitness guy healthy living so- what got you to call your the, the podcast as well as the website Crazy Fitness Up? Well, you know how Apple brands themselves as Apple iPhone or um, Apple this and Apple that. And so I was like, well, I want to build a brand for myself and for my speaking platform. Mm-hmm. So if they can do it, why can I? Mm-hmm. I was like, it, I was like, it takes multiple people to play the same game, and multiple multiple companies can play the same game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On their stuff, 
And so uh, I came up with the name Crazy Fitness Guy after being known for something else. Mm. Uh, I can't say the name because that was trademarked and I didn't know at the time mm-hmm. about trademark law and copyright law. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that entailed. I didn't know the guidelines. I So this was all new to me. It's not like, hey, I'm a lawyer and I knew this and so I just did this anyway. I knew nothing. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I knew like okay, you can't use so and so, but technically, uh, if you, but, but my lawyer taught me a lot more than that, just uh, in the last few years of being, of working with them, and so it's like, what a very confusing law. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I was like, I can never be a lawyer. I was like, I think the only good thing, I think the only thing I could be a lawyer for was just arguing everything. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy behind the thought the behind the name you also motivate people by your speak by your speech and your the work that you do by advocating so tell us more about that so uh, what I like to talk about is that autism is not the end of the world and the reason why I came up with that name was because uh, this is website and organization called Autism Speaks mm-hmm. and they give autism like a very bad rep and mm. they always say oh, autism needs to be cured it needs to be this and, and they list so many negative statistics and I'm like okay how is this organization still around Mm. I, I get it that people they can have their opinions and whatnot, but you know, since everybody, since there's a lot of um, controversial topics going around these days, how can they still get away with this? Mm. And, and one of my friends, uh, well, one of my colleagues that I uh, that I consider as a friend because I've done multiple things with so far and he he told me he got banned off of uh, autism speaks uh, Twitter account mm. and, and I was like now that's I was like now that's a milestone to have and I was like that's my next milestone that one <laughs> just to say yeah I got banned by from them and I think I think that I told him like you know I'm actually gonna tell him when I see him on my podcast uh, and, uh, hopefully next week when I see him, and tell him, I was like, you, you should save that uh, and share it with uh, uh, all the news outlets. And I was like, give them a rep. Have you been supported or do you feel like you're not getting the support from many organizations that are out there that are quote-unquote supporting autism and you find that you know the words that need to be spread around has not yet been spoken yeah i don't think 
Well, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, I feel like there's some autism speakers out there, uh, advocates out there who have spoken some similar words, maybe not to the extent that I have. I mean, I mean like, I go a step further, and, and the reason I say it's not the end of the world is because, you know, we just need the right tools, the right resources, the right people in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been through up and down uh, battles, up and down with the, with multiple different challenges and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, autism is in my DNA. It's not a sickness. It's not a disease. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what really, uh, what really annoys me is that they is those anti-vaxxers who's like, oh, and it's like vaccines cause autism. It's like, no, it does not. It's like science has proven it. Now, if the, if the data was not there and they were still researching it, you might be able to argue it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But since the data is there, scientists has proven it time after time after again. Let's throw that thing off the table. And it's like, it does not cause uh, autism. I know it. Scientists know it. Everyone should know it. Mm-hmm. That's not even an arguable question anymore. And if that's an argument, then you know what? I don't know. You know, just, <laughs> I was like, just take that off the table because it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. giving people false information is not cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you come up, up to do your engagement, um, what are the, the specifics that you teach people about so they can know the right um, way or the right um, words actually to say um, when they are, you know, supporting or um, working with or even um having you know family members of autism well i always talk about you know you should have i always tell people when you're talking to someone who's who's autistic or if if it's a sibling a cousin uh your neighbor whoever it is be patient with them the, you know, the reason why we have trouble, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. and I say for everyone else because everyone's different on the spectrum. The spectrum is so wide and broad mm-hmm. and everything. I don't know why my voice cracked on that, but whatever. Um, and it's so broad and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, so in my opinion, uh, for me, the reason why sometimes it takes me a few like a split few seconds to come up with a sentence is because the idea is already formed in my brain mm-hmm. but my brain like goes really 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 fast at times and wants to spit out every single idea mm-hmm. but it is you know like it just takes a moment for everything else to catch up in my body it's like the signal coming down from my brain is like i know what i want to say how fast can you say this? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, I can't even say it that fast, brain. Like, <laughs> you say this fast, and like, I can't do it. <laughs> Try. 
Thank you. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, and I, I earlier I was in a, I was listening to a group of people having a conversation, and one of the questions that a young lady asked, actually, which was beautiful, is the fact that she asked about she asked for the speakers to express to explain more you know um about the spectrum and you know because oftentimes there are a lot of people who do hear a lot about the spectrums you know but never really understand that and you know when we um i know for from what i have learned you know when we when the we say spectrum there's a variety of, you know, and like you said, it's broad, you know, there's so many different aspects of the, you know, the, what we would, you know, not to be offensive in a way, but what others may consider to be a, a, a low or more advanced or, you know, and all that in significance of what is behind it. But others are still, there are people that are actually still trying to understand you know what does that mean you know being in the spectrum what does that mean you know working with or being around someone with autism because some people they have never been around and you know um so it may be hard for them to know how to relate with someone who have been you know or who is actually um so what are your take on that well i would say like what you said that you know everyone is different on the spectrum no one's the same no one's like someone might be near the same position or mm -hmm. might be not the same position but they all learn we all learn differently i'm a visual learner but i can also read by reading directions but it was poorly written directions like i'll give you an example like i was dealing with uh company for my newsletter and one of the directions was missing a step and I was getting frustrated because wait how did they get from point uh, point A to point C what happened to B mm -hmm. and then finally the, my support got back to me I was like well maybe you should reinvent your uh, help article because it was not very helpful at all and, and I said like no offense and it's like I know it takes a it takes a special person kind of person to write detailed instructions because mm -hmm. even when i'm trying to write directions for my mom to do something and whatnot uh i miss a step too and i never said i was the best at writing directions so never claimed to mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. if i did then you can someone can call uh bs on me but um, never ever said I was good at writing directions. Um, mm -hmm. But since the spectrum is so broad, we gotta, I think one of the things people need to stop doing, including everyone, I think there should be multiple different uh, levels of uh, special education classes mm -hmm. or have many different teachers who teach at different levels. Mm -hmm. um, with the autism spectrum because for me I was fortunate in middle school uh, I had a teacher who was able to 
teach at my level, teach at someone else's level, teach at the next person's level. Mm-hmm. That day in and day out, five days a week, and for every single class period that we had with, mm-hmm. for every subject we had with her, and I was like, "How do you do it?" And she's like, "I'm just that good." I was like, "Okay, now don't get too cocky." <laughs> And yeah, I still stay in touch with her, and we became uh, friends. And, right. And because like she liked working with me, because uh, even though like I was a very difficult student back then, she's like, but you were a challenge for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. she's like, well, that was. I was like, I was like, well, I wish other people considered that because uh, they. But Richard is considered me as a pain in the ass. Right? <laughs> that's a challenge. It's like, huh? Can you tell the other people around you? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, Jimmy. Do you ever challenge your own self? Uh, let me see. That's pretty much every single day. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, one of the things I challenge myself is to. Uh, well, you know, I, I like to read uh, a lot of books. I have a whole bookshelf full of books. Uh, well, right now it's to me because I had to stage my house because I was trying to try and sell it. But um, so it looks to me, uh, even for my liking. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of and so I, there was one year where I only read one book. Uh, the whole year, and mm. I was annoyed at myself, and that was when I was working with uh, WordPress for 90 plus hours a week, and uh, but one of the things I challenge on myself is to read a certain amount of books every single year. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm doing something that I have not done ever in my lifetime mm-hmm. so far, uh, and one of them is to challenge myself to read. Uh, 25 books, mm-hmm. and so far I've read five books, and it's like not bad. It's only May, uh, and I'm, I'm on a vacation week at the end of May, like Memorial Day weekend, and probably um, up until that Friday just to give myself a little extra time. Yeah, I could read a book, probably finish another one. So I may finish maybe another one this month, and then finish do another one. So I think plenty of time. Not even yeah. worried. Kentucky, <laughs> bro, Hey, sometimes we have to try to be cocky, but you know, as long as we are confident, because confidence is better than cockiness, definitely. And again, but. Again, I don't read just to like reach milestones. I right. like to read, but I just kind of just challenging myself because uh, it kind of keeps me accountable. It's like you want to read, read, mm-hmm. but don't like forget to read. So it kind of just reminds me like you got to read. Mm-hmm. And I still mm-hmm. watch TV on the weekend, but it is that I can only watch it. Uh, for a certain amount of time on mm-hmm. the weekends, and then during the week, it's like read, 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 and someone might say, "Do you have a life?" And it's like, 
Yes, I do. I like watching movies. I like watching TV. I like books and having fun playing video games. But I do video games, TV, and movies on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. My week is structured, so I don't. It's like, oh, you know, I have a TV on my desk. I could watch TV. Like, I try watching TV and writing at the same time. You know how? You know how well that worked out? Zippo. Mm. <laughs> yes, we are learned to do one thing at a time. Because <laughs> when we do too much, you know, our brain just starts to run away from us. Love that. So, um, if somebody wants to connect with you and want to learn more from you, because what I think, you know, the audience is probably craving to know is that when you have to work around a crowd of people how do you maintain the relationship in a big crowd in a and you know in an environment where you know because a lot of times this is we well what have we observed or some of us have learned is that a lot of time you know someone who had who is someone with autism kind of you know does not tolerate noise all the time or does not tolerate big crowd it is not that they don't work with people but they may not like being in crowd that could be very destructive you know um distracting to them and there are you know other instances where when something is not working well you know, their behaviors or, you know, the, the response that they have, you know, changes immediately because they are used to doing things routinely. So help us, you know, like expand more for us to get to understand or, you know, how you do yourself when you are in a loud, in a large crowd and, or when you, something is not working well. And what would you advise someone who is in that state? Well, that's a tough question because I've never been asked that. And um, for me, well, I think it all goes back down to where that person falls on the spectrum. Because for me, I didn't mind big crowds. I didn't. It kind of depends of where I was. Mm -hmm. If it was like in a really, really, really loud obnoxious place mm-hmm. like you can't hear anyone you can't hear anyone talking next to you then it kind of like freaks me out because it's like am i deaf and i'm like just shouting over everyone and i know like everyone else is shouting too but it just feels like i'm not enjoying this and like can i get the heck out of this place mm-hmm. I, I can't think it, I, I think I've been somewhere like that and I and I was like they were playing this kind of pounding music in the background and it wasn't even a band it was just like really 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 loud and mm-hmm. was like you could literally turn this down like 20 decimals and it'd still be less obnoxious than this and it's like it doesn't even need to be this loud and i don't why it's this loud mm-hmm. and, and it's really funny i don't mind listening to loud music 
like if I'm at a concert, but if I'm at dinner, I was like, I don't mind the background music, but keep it at, at a pace at, at, at a decimal where we can still have a conversation without, hey, hi, you need dinner, you like your dinner, kind of, not with the slam booming noise in the, my head, like it's gonna stump my brain out or something. Uh, but I think, what I, so basically, in my opinion, it kind of, like I said before, it, it depends on the person and where they fall on the spectrum. I sometimes have that problem, but what I do is say that this is only temporarily. Mm-hmm. Like, so if I'm at dinner, okay, you know, once dinner is done, I can leave. It's not like it's going to follow me home. Mm-hmm. Or I know that these cards are going to disappear eventually, or I'm going to get to go home and, and do whatever. Or, and at grocery store, like, like I said, groups don't really bother me much, but it depends on what the group I'm around mm-hmm. a bunch of people like really 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 close and uh, and they were doing some shady stuff nothing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was like there's people in the grocery store and like they're shopping I'm shopping and I'm kind of like those people who I just want to get in and out and it's like uh, and some people who just like really just take their time and find their stuff it's like Okay, excuse me, lady. Uh, like, I just want to just get in and get out, please. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I always get stuck behind that one person, and not even like an older person who was walking slow. Just, just some random uh, middle-aged person just walk, just going like super, super slow. And it's like, okay, lady, can you just let me just, just, just move out of the. And of course, I don't say any of this whatsoever, but it's just in the back of my head. In the thoughts, yeah. Like, can I just get out of this grocery store, please? That's all I want. And it's like, and by just letting me scoop on by, I'll leave you alone, you leave me alone, and you're all good. Mm-hmm. Not trying to be rude or anything. Well, like, I mean, I, I and I'm really pleased that you said, you know, not everybody's the same. Of course, it's, it depends on the spectrum that the person is, because um, there are many different, you know, um, types of um or level of autism and um i know for myself i have worked with um young children and adult as well um as an educator myself and um i really like that you did say you know they need to teach more special education around you know autism because what is being taught is not enough for sure, especially in colleges. It's not enough. The focus is on general education, but there should be more focus on, you know, special education. Just so when we talk about it, it's not 
just to say special education in that term, but mainly to understand, you know, um, all the in deep in into the the learning, the researches, the 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 way we can help others, you know, who are coming with um, different types or different, like you said, in the different spectrum. So we can, for those who are not or who are family members or friends and would have families who are also in the spectrum they can know how to properly approach and talk to them without making them feel like you know they are mistreating because that's another aspect of what i know i've seen before and when i before i even when i first started working with early you know in with special education I recall how it was pretty hard for me at the beginning because I was brand new to it, but I needed years and years of years to work in it, being around what I do and start embracing all the aspects of it just so I know how to have conversations. I know how to present myself. There are times when, you know, them, it, it, I may just need to be silent and quiet to help the other person you know, in the other end. And there's a lot of that, that I believe that if it's not through the experiences, you know, it's not going to be taught unless we experienced it. Yeah. And that's what I really found remarkable with my uh, teacher in middle school because she, like, I kid you not, like, she knew when I was going to about to be in a very bad mood or in a very bad place and she knew like what I needed to do to calm down she knew knew what I needed and, and what's funny like she helped me tutor she uh tutored me in math and for college mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I kid you not like um she like there was one day where I showed up and everything was just literally going wrong that day for me. Like I forgot my uh, I forgot my uh, uh, homework at home. I forgot the bag, and I and I was meeting her at uh, this Barnes and Noble near me. Mm-hmm. And, and this was before the pandemic and everything. And so uh, and so it's like and so I texted her real quick and like, hey, I gotta run back home real quick. I forgot my homework. And, and I don't know what, where my brain was. Uh, apparently, it was not in my head at the time. And she's like, "No," and like, she's like, "Take your time." And like, and like, and like, she knew, like, she could just tell from my text message that I was freaking out. And I was, and, and it's like, "Okay, how can you read emotion from text?" And she's like, "I was like, Jimmy, I just know who you are, and so you're probably freaking." Like, how the hell did I miss my homework? I was like. You were close. <laughs> I was like, but I probably wasn't that saying that word. And I was like, mm-hmm. I probably everything else but that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so when I, when I, and then there was another time when I was just, I got everything. I was prepared and everything. Uh, she was running a little uh, late, but, uh, but, like I, know, I was just reading my book, and but still was kind of. I was in a terrible mood for whatever reason that day, and and like before I even said, uh, before she even asked me how 
uh, my day was going or how her day was going. She's like, what's wrong? It's like, okay, I didn't even say a literally, I didn't even say a word and you just know what was wrong. She's like, well, it's written all over your face. And it's like, great, awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that open book, they figured that out. And I was like, you should teach my parents. And it's like, because I basically had to spell it out for them half of the time. I was like, Jimmy, let us know when you're feeling angry. And it's like, well, can't you tell when I feel like want to throw my prints out the flipping window in my room? I was mm-hmm. like, is that for you? Or... <laughs> Obviously, I never throw anything out my room, my room, but I, I always use that expression when I get angry. It's like, ah, this thing doesn't work. I'm throwing it out the window. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I am really um, pleased, again, um, that you could express yourself and you could really help others who probably are feeling shy to present themselves, to come in and speak for themselves. And you making that open door, you know, it's like you're opening the door for many who probably they have the voice, but they don't know how to express it and they hide behind it. And here you are coming in and saying, you know what, it's okay. Because th- the most important thing is the fact that you are being you, and that's the that's what is needed. And for the entire world, it is needed that we learn to be vulnerable. You know, learn to accept us ourselves the way we are, and then you know, like that, be authentic, and you show up. You know, with your authenticity in everything that you do. And, you know, if something doesn't work for you, you you actually can say that it doesn't work and people around you have to understand and you know work with you on that and you know and that's that's what's important in when we are voicing ourselves when we are voicing and expressing what's working and what's not working because what is doing you are educating others you know behind that that the the, the line to know that hey don't look at me and judge me don't look at you know don't just read the word and then decide that you know there's a the label to it because i'm no label and that's what everybody needs to understand so thank you so much for that you're welcome so i get closer to saying our goodbye for this evening but before we do if somebody wants to reach out to you and connect with you where can they find you you can find me at crazyfitnessguy.com and uh, if you still can't find me then um, I'm surprised because uh, I show up for Crazy Fitness Guy as three words and one word and you can even find me at Jimmy Claire literally in Google search show up on the first page mm-hmm. uh, I'm no stranger Google stalks me <laughs> I love that. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Power to you. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for being here this evening and for actually, um, and you know, bringing the light into others who are probably, who were wondering, you know, hey, if I need to approach, you know, um, a family member, a friend, whoever, 
and how do I do it? So, you know, what do they mean by spectrum? What, what should it be? You know, when I'm around them, what kind of conversation we should have? Well, for those of you ladies and gents listening, you can have any conversation, but um, what I want to remind you is, you know, in everything, anything we do, we have the responsibility to hold ourselves accountable for what we do and what we say. So do not go ahead and judge people by just, you know, because you assume something that may not be right. So on that, I want to say to you, all of you, good night, good afternoon, good day. It was Unleashed Unapologetically, everyone, with Jimmy Claire. Good night, everyone. <laughs>